Welcome to Finance Tea. I'm your host and founder, Paris K. This podcast will be serving you financial tea with the works. Today's topic is breaking barriers as a unit. Today I am joined by the Nelsons. Their IG handle is at Nelsons underscore properties. Before we begin this podcast today, the Nelsons will give us a brief intro. Hello, um, I'm Tanisha. We are a husband-wife team of property investors. Um, we're native Washingtonians. Um, we really believe in giving back to the community, community investment, um, building generational wealth for our family, our children, but also just in our community. Um, and ultimately, that has led us to within the last year um, where we are currently. So we have two um, single-family homes under our belt that we do buy and hold. So we buy them and hold them um, for renters. And then we recently got um, our first multi-unit property, um, and that's in Washington, D.C., and we are currently heading to closing before the end of the year on our third single-family home, but fourth property altogether. Congratulations. So y'all making real big moves. <laughs> um, y'all know the first question I'm going to ask y'all. So the first question is, how did this come about? Because I know, Tanisha, you quit your job, well, resigned from your job, and basically proposed to James... Um, that you guys start a real estate investment company. So I'm pretty sure you were thinking about it before you even came to him and proposed that idea. So how did that conversation come about? Well, the, the real estate company actually came about first. I Now, I will say, I always say to him present day, I take credit for the original idea because many, many years ago, watching all that HGTV, I said, babe, I feel like we can do this. Like, we could totally be one of these house-flipping couples. Right. <laughs> but, um, but it was actually um, through following um, the key resource, following Kendra on the key resource um, this time last year that we really kind of, you know, were like, okay, so I think maybe we can really do this. And so we kind of just jumped in feet first. Um, so that is what really started, and it wasn't until January of this year that um, just kind of by happenstance, our youngest daughter's daycare was closing, mm-hmm. and so it just kind of, um, you know, had me thinking, I just kind of took stock, did some numbers with the finances, things like that, and it's kind of like, hey, hmm, I think I've just been using my paycheck to pay for daycare. So, you know, daycare is closing, you know, I have to go out and find someplace else new for her to go and she's not the friendliest baby so that was going to be time so it was just kind of like you know I, I posed it to him and was like hey maybe I stay home with her because it looks like we're not actually losing money if that's the case right so and, we kind of went from there and James were you on board or were you like nah we're not about to do this <laughs> so I mean I'll have to admit I was wrong in my initial reaction, because uh, a lot of times people tell me you just formed the LLC, and, you know, spent money on that, and 
you know, course it to get us inundated with their everyday uh, nuances with uh, property investing. So she just came out the blue one day and like, yeah, so what do you think about me resigning from my job? And I'm like, what? Hold on, we just spent all this money creating this business. So I completely dismissed it. And then I thought to myself afterwards, I'm like, hold on, man. How is my wife for me to just kill her dream off the break like that? So the following day, I came back and apologized and said, you know, let me hear it out in its entirety. And then she presented the numbers and we calculated everything. It just made sense. Like, we would save over a thousand plus, over fifteen hundred plus dollars a month by not paying aftercare mm-hmm. and uh for the oldest one and that eliminating daycare expenses all together for the younger. Okay. So ultimately in the end, yeah, it was it was the numbers that <laughs> won out. <laughs> and you and got a, look, and you got an apology, and y'all saving on daycare, and you're, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing it now, What? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, a lot of men are, you know, they don't like to apologize for their actions or how they, you know, handle things yeah. and communicate yeah. with their wives it's and things. It's something you learn as you get older and wiser, especially if you're married for a few years you learn I agree I agree look I'm not married to nobody so you know I don't know those troubles just yet you know what I'm saying so so I was following you guys and of course I don't know if anybody knows but James and I we used to be former co-workers um I've never had the pleasure of meeting his wife. I'm always meeting him somewhere, but never had the pleasure of meeting his wife as of yet. But one I'm, day, one I'm day. pretty sure we're going to cross paths um, eventually. I'm not a very yeah. social butterfly, but <laughs> maybe you guys could tell them like how you guys funded the first project and how you funded the second project after that so they can kind of um, gauge funding. Well, the first project we use both of our retirement accounts. We are fortunate to have uh, some retire- our retirement accounts where we can take loans from it. And the interest is print in principle, we just pay ourselves back. So the first extended family house we use to have our retirement. And then the uh, second property we had, uh, I took, I created a, um, a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit. Mm-hmm. on uh, uh, the house I had in Washington, D.C. that I grew up in. So that uh, afforded us the opportunity to use that to acquire the single family, the second single family house, as well as that apartment building that we got. Okay, okay. And I was looking on y'all page today, the mbahomes.com, and yeah. I saw that you guys do um, private cap. You have a private capital team, and you also buy home so I believe you guys are dabbling in wholesaling right and in investing no we haven't done wholesaling uh, we, we, we're looking we're trying to get into using another spectrum of using other people's money OPM mm-hmm. so we got a portion of now that using our own liquid cash we're using the equity in houses that we already have but now we're trying to get into the realm of using other people's money so, all right, you invest with us as far as the down payment or uh, the EMD, and you can get a certain percentage back 
once we uh, do a refinance out, whichever, and we can set the terms and things of that nature to where it's a win-win for both parties. Okay. So, have you guys considered or consider adding partners to what you guys have right now, or no, just actually just using other people's cash for that, not adding partners to what you're already doing? Well, I mean, we, I won't say we ever uh, will counsel anything out because these guys look where they're always a win-win for the other person as well. So, capital or partnership, sometimes you got to do what you have to do just to get the deal and job done. Right. And are you guys still going to purchase houses in Maryland or are you guys going to look out of state for other properties? Like, what's next for you guys um, outside of the Maryland yeah, of course deal? we always open for D.C. and Maryland because I'm trying to make <laughs> sure, uh, you know, we own in areas where we've grown up in. Um, right. I am, I'm starting to think about outside, uh, especially where I went to college down in Atlanta. There was something I was looking at previously, but... That was back when we were first starting out. So, you know, I was still wet behind the ears and still learning the pros and cons and the ins and outs you know, from a beginner stage. So, but I'm definitely trying to find something close by my uh, alma mater and I'm undergrad. Okay, and I see that you guys are always reading up on something or reading a book. Which of the books that you guys <laughs> have, like, purchased recently that you think have been like the most informative for you like has helped you throughout yeah. the process well I know when I was uh, in grad school as an intern where I met you uh, job, <laughs> uh, a book that completely changed my mindset on finances and has given me a better and a more realistic perspective on what a true millionaire is instead of the false narrative that's portrayed on TV Mm-hmm. Uh, the book is called The Millionaire Next Door. Like, I read the book twice. This was back in 2007, 2008-ish when I read it. And it completely changed the way I go about spending money, saving money, uh, being extremely conservative, trying to live beyond my means. So, if I hadn't changed, read this book, possibly wouldn't be able to be in a position to do what we are doing now. Okay. And then uh, as far as real estate goes, uh, we just finished reading uh, uh, Ms. Barnes' book, uh, Real Estate and Chill, which I thought was a very good book because, I mean, she gave her perspective, realistic uh, approach to how she did real estate and with the trial and tribulations she went through. And I thought it was a very honest book. Um, also, I've read Investing uh, in Real Estate by Gary Elrich. That was a good one, and that went into every aspect of property investing from wholesaling to flipping to buying homes. He gave you the ins and outs about everything. So I thought that was a good one. This is not very uh, extensive. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, of course, you know, besides the book, uh, he took quite a few of Kendra. Kendra uh, Bones is resource. That's when we first started out getting tons of information from her courses, handouts, printouts, and then from there uh, we met the Hood Estate couple and mm-hmm. took a few of their courses and learned a lot of them just listening to their their um, Instagram lives 
And then from them, it just had a trickle down effect. We met the uh, Chomsky, Danny McGinty with the Chomsky files and what they were doing and the information that they were giving on, on Instagram and Facebook. And it was just all of that from the book. And those wonderful people combined, that's where we got all our knowledge from. I see. This library is so dang on extensive. I'm like, okay, look, I need to up my library pretty much. Okay. <laughs> yes, I have purchased the real estate, um, real estate and chill book, the auto book. Um, yeah. I've heard great things about um, the millionaire next door. So I guess I'll just have to invest in that particular book because I've heard nothing but amazing things about that. Have you guys considered about dabbling into any other parts of real estate, such as like tax liens, or I know you're not really into the wholesale, well, you're not opposed to it, shall I say, I don't yeah. want to say, <laughs> but so as far right as like, now, we're trying to, we think we're going to lean more into property management, uh, we're looking up uh, the study book now to take the test for DC mm-hmm. to get the property management license, so that's another stream of revenue that we're going to create these uh, helps uh, a couple of family members right now. And uh, one, she's completely happy and safe that she doesn't have to deal with the daily, the daily intercourse of a tenant family. She, she's loving it. So that's where we're going to put a lot of focus on now and create that next bit. Y'all the jack of all trades. Y'all doing everything, okay? <laughs> I see, I see. Property management, owning properties, like I gotta catch up with y'all. You hear me? Okay. I'm gonna be there soon. I'm gonna be there soon. I'm just watching y'all, you know, watching the whole situation. So who was the one who actually um created the LLC? Like went about filing the paperwork, actually picking out the name, or did y'all jointly come uh, pick out the name and say okay we want the the name of our business to be this and was it an easy process did y'all run into any roadblocks during that process or so i think as far as filing everything through uh the city i i did i did that myself and it was just researching the process the following steps um but uh the name that was the both of us that we were brainstorming on what things should be and uh Nisha had been to a conference where she can tell you exactly the name of the conference she went to one time in Atlanta where they gave her the I guess the premise behind creating your business and mm-hmm. how the name of the business should tell your customers what your business is. Okay. That's, that's correct. It, was, uh, it was actually it wasn't a conference, it was a live podcast for um my leak my leak peel that runs um, Curlbox. Okay, and, I love um, her. <laughs> yeah, she's all the things. But she was saying during that, she kind of was taking audience questions, and um, it was one young lady who gave the name of her business, and it was no shade to her at all, but my leader was like, so what, what, what do you do? And that's basically what she was saying, is that, you know, whatever the name of your business is, people should be able to identify some part of your business through the name. Okay. So that people don't have to guess and figure it out and do extra things to get to the crux of what it is you're trying to do for them. Okay, I understand. I understand. Because I was, I was also looking online and I was like, I guess like 
as being a business owner and an entrepreneur, sometimes people, you know, I that's the overwhelming fact right there is trying to figure uh-huh. out what business entity you're supposed to go under. Um, considering if you need to pay an attorney to figure out, you know, the aspects of a business entity, because you know, it's yeah. something new. You know, you don't want to open something. Yeah. And that I mean, when, when we when we were, uh, you know, operating greedy, we did take that to a lawyer for them to review. Yeah. So like we did, we did seek out a lawyer for that. Okay. So. But we're also gonna write that off come tax time. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys suggest that to? newbies that are just getting into the game to consider seeking out a lawyer or because you know I mean I'm thinking about costs and things like that would it be most cost effective for them to do that I I definitely think it's never going to hurt I think anytime you're talking to somebody who's reputable and this is their business mm-hmm. um it's kind of contracts and LLCs and things of that nature, it's never going to hurt to do that. But at the same time, I think it also just depends on um, what knowledge you have or who you might be being mentored by. So, you know, if you're dealing with someone who really knows what they're talking about or you've gotten good information, um, then, you know, you might be good to go. It kind of just depends. But it's Mm -hmm. never going to hurt to go to a professional. Right. One of our mentors told us it's going to cost you regardless. It's either going to cost you the upfront, which is a few hundred, to seek that legal advice, or it's going to cost you later when you're getting sued or things are going awry. And now you have to spend all this money in court fees and things of that nature. Um, and then in that case, you have to pick your poison to come to hundred upfront <laughs> to secure yourself with the future or calls on the back end to try to make sure you don't lose everything okay so you guys have mentors is what i'm hearing yeah oh yeah i I heard tanisha mention mentors and then you mentioned a mentor so i'm like okay they have mentors yeah before we at the very beginning we both agreed we wanted to do this we had uh we had some family members that have been doing this for quite some time and so we just went over, um, sat down and talked to each one of them. So I have a cousin, and then his, uh, Tanisha, Tanisha has a, the in-law of Tanisha's sister. And okay. so we both talked to them, and I mean, they have single-family homes. Talked D.C. and Maryland, and then, uh, my cousin, who I talked to, he has multi-units, and so some, and things of that nature. So we... Went in and asked them several questions, and since we were newbies, they were like, "Oh, this, this was easy. You all don't have any questions at all." Um, so, uh, but we, we just asked them about the pros and cons, what they learned from their mistakes. I've always been one to listen uh, to everybody else because I love learning from everybody else's mistakes. So right. They gave us the ins and outs, and that's one of the ones that told us, "Hey, it wouldn't hurt to seek a lawyer." make sure all your paperwork was in order. But I think most importantly, even with the knowledge and info that they passed on to us, a lot of invaluable stuff, the most important thing was for us to do our own due diligence. Right. Because at the end of the day, people can tell you things, but that's not the same as knowledge you gain yourself from really researching something you're passionate about. I agree. And I definitely feel like, you know, like you said, the one family member who said, um, he asked us, 
oh, you know, do you have any more questions? And we're like, no, we think that's it. And he's like, oh, well, I can definitely tell you that you all aren't ready yet. And it was like, ooh, ouch. But present day, it's like so true. Because the more you do and the more you learn, there's 10 other things attached to everything. Right. And then there's 10 other things attached to that once you learn it and you're doing it. So he's right. It's, it's almost really an infinite number of questions that could be asked. I'm sure that goes with any field, but with what we're doing, I mean, the questions are really infinite. So it's really a matter of definitely having mentorship, but really being ready to do the work yourself and do your due diligence in everything always. I agree because <laughs> running a business and actually learning the things that I need to know in order to operate the business every day is a new question. I'm always discovering something new or I have an aha moment. Um, sometimes when I'm like listening to someone's podcast or maybe a webinar, uh-huh. um, possibly somebody's explaining like, uh, for instance, I was listening to uh, Jay Morris. Um, the gentleman who is the, I think he's the founder of Tesla real estate company. Yeah. He was explaining like the structure you should have for business. And so I almost had an aha moment and he was talking about like, um, how you should be the ultimate CEO of your business. So basically you get yourself in a position of being the ultimate CEO. And then after that, you're able to train other people to do your job. So you no longer have to do that. And you would basically just be operating the business and how they had like a holding company. And I'm like, oh God. And the more I'm learning about like real estate and things like that, it's like, okay, now I got a question about this. And at at that first time, the first time I thought about real estate, I didn't have all these questions, you know? And even sometimes I get to these roadblocks when I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do this. This is just way too much for me to be doing. And see, with you guys, you have a partnership. So it's like, you know, you have somebody that you can relate to and somebody to bounce those ideas off of. Right. You know, and so when it's just you and, you know, your room, you got to figure it out you know yourself and things like that or you got to seek out mentors and see I'm not a social butterfly like that so (laughs) (laughs) so it's really hard when you don't have that network so I want to know like what things do you think like someone should have like what attributes do you think a person should have to go into real estate to keep going keep pressing on because it's not always like I'm going to closing immediately you know it's going to be some roadblocks in between Absolutely. I mean, everybody, I don't want to get a people thinking that one type of person can do real estate. Because, I mean, through these media that I've gone through, the podcast that I've listened to, like, it's a different genre of person for me. You never know. You know, people who migrate to this country and they get into real estate, the people mm-hmm. who came up poor and that was the way for them to become wealthy uh, those who came up wealthy they learned that and so they went right to the game it's just you just have to know decide what you want and have determination to see it through from the start to finish that's my personal opinion I really feel everybody anybody can do it as long as you try to get the knowledge to right. get it done because I think that's also the great thing about real estate um an investing period, um, be it, you know, stock market, housing market, whatever it may be, is that 
you, you know, for us, we have a passion and an interest in making real estate our business. That is what we want our, you know, careers to be and our livelihood to be from. But some people, maybe that's not your passion, but you're using this real estate money to fuel what is your passion. Right. Maybe you want to be a hairstylist, but you've got a couple properties. Well, now you can pull out some equity and buy your own salon. So, you know what I mean? You can still, and you can have a property manager. So that way you're not actively having to deal with tenants and the daily rigmarole of it all. So I think that's really what makes real estate for everyone right. because it's not something that you have to grind out and do every day, all day, if you don't want to. You can just use it as a vehicle to get whatever it is you really want done. I agree. Did you guys... Did you guys use your mentors that you have to kind of like seek out the contractors that you use for your properties or did you seek out your own contractors like your own? Well, ironically, thus far, um, we're, we're now working with new contractors on the multi-unit we just got for renovations. Mm-hmm. But originally, um, the first mentor that is my sister's father-in-law, he has a contracting company. He's kind of also a jack-of-all-trades, so he has, like, an accounting firm, he has a contracting company, he does, you know, real estate, holds, flips, all of that. And so, it's actually his uh, construction team that we use, because we actually used them um, years ago when we bought our first house for ourselves, Mm -hmm. and um, so they're always who we went to for anything that we needed done, so once we got into this, same people that we went to because we knew them the work was good they're reliable they're reliable present day um so so no that that was actually not the hard part for us but i hear it can be for so us. you guys don't have any contractor yeah. horror stories for us <laughs> no not not as of yet right not as of yet okay. like i said we're working with some new contractors for the multi-unit but they're they're very reputable um okay as well in the area, so I, I we don't anticipate any issues there. And how did you guys? Not on wood. Not on wood. <laughs> how did you go about finding the new contractors? Were they recommended? Well, it, it came because you know I can say this to you, Paris, because you I know you know that um, that my husband here is um, Loki, the mayor of DC, and so he knows everyone. And their mother and their father and their sister and their brother. Oh so no, one of one of the gentlemen whose company it is, uh, he is friends with. Okay. So we we did not find out until we were on this journey that his friend actually worked in this in this arena with property investment, construction, and all of that. So all this time he did not know that. But um, wow. in talking to people about what we were doing or what we do. You know, you find out about other people. Right. So we found out about that a while ago, and then it came up during this time that we had a need, so we went to them. Okay. And what do, what do the kids think about you guys owning the properties, getting the properties, holding up the soul signs? Because I see them always in the pictures like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I just bought this house too. <laughs> well, the youngest one, I don't think she has no idea. She just going to a building or a house for mom and dad but the oldest one it um she realized it and that gets to the point from when we first started we were going putting in offers from last october october 
2017, mm-hmm. so I go to January 2018. Mm-hmm. She and Avery was with us the whole time, and we were explaining to her what we were looking for in houses as far as inspection goes. And, you know, I always bring her with me as well when I do community service. So January, instead of January, she uh, had a project at school on what she wanted to do when she grew up. And it was pretty vague, but she stated that uh, when she grew up, she wanted to make a lot of money so she could buy houses to put the homeless people in. So after I saw that, we came home with her folder. It's like, you know, you can be, you can, I don't want to use the word manipulate because it, it can be deemed as negative, but you can mold your child to take a certain path in life. Because, right. You know, we just... For those just small amount of months, she came with us to new houses and she already has this mindset now she wants to buy houses. So it was like, wow, this is now a little bit of time. We positively have influencers. So I'm all about as a parent being the child's first teacher. So we're trying to teach them as much and all that we can in this time frame before uh, they go out here and face the world by themselves. So, Tanisha, how is it balancing being a stay-at-home mom and also (laughs) managing those properties now? Like, what's that like? It is absolutely a balancing act. Um, (laughs) Probably the the thing I say the most to James whenever we talk during the day or check in on things or um, when my boss here hands me a new task for the day. it's always like, okay, well, I'm going to do that after um, while Aiden is taking a nap or while Aiden is eating lunch. I have to make sure I fit things into certain pockets. Right. Otherwise, you know, there's someone singing on the phone while I'm trying to talk to someone or, you know, crying in the background <laughs> while I'm trying to check on, um, you know, insurance for this new building and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's, it's definitely a balancing act where I have to or if it's something that has to be done right then while she's awake, I kind of throw her in the midst of something really quick and like immediately try to run out of the room and just make it a fast call right. before she comes looking for me. Because sure enough, then it'll be like, Mommy, where are you? Right. And it's like, oh, my, my second boss is calling. I got to go. Oh my God, James the first of all, oh, yeah. then you got it's the a, kids as your boss. Let me tell you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you the it's CEO for real. It's hard for a working girl out here. <laughs> and James, do you feel like you're missing out on anything over there? You like, oh, she got it taken care of. Oh, no, 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 no. I still got my nine to five. <laughs> you know, first, I'm there to keep me good. You know what? You need to be over there making sure that she good to go when she when you get home, okay? That means she must have the dinner cooked and everything. Well, I, I can't expect everything. You know, guys, she she You know, if the budget for that week, bring food home for the family or. Hey, going to eat cereal for tonight. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You hear me? <laughs> All right. I've been taking oatmeal, peanut butter, jelly to work for about four or five years. <laughs> I mean, you got to make that sacrifice in order to get where you want to go, right? You really do. You really do. I mean, sometimes it's Roman noodles every night, you know? 
I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> I'm just I, saying. Oh my gosh. Sometimes you can hook it up though. You can add some little <laughs> eggs, some spinach. You can make it a gourmet meal though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as far as like insurance um that you guys got for the property. Did you guys know exactly what insurance that you needed to get for these properties? Or did you have to like go to somebody and ask them, okay, what type of insurance should we get for the properties in order to secure them and make sure everything's good if something were to happen? Yeah, I mean, we went to other people, like, um, and letting people know that what we were doing, come to find out, we had quite a few people in our circle who were already doing it like she said, with the contract that we have now for the apartment building. And so, just letting people know, all right, well, you're doing this now, all right, so what type of insurance did you get? So, it's always, uh, we got the same answer across the board. Each uh, insurance company has this thing called a landlord policy. Mm-hmm. And so, that's pretty much what we've been getting for the property does well. So, are you guys able to, once, okay, once the company, if the company was, okay, if one person was to be deceased, the company would then hand off to the next person, and then it would hand down to the kids. Is that how the company yeah. is pretty much so, set up? Yes, so how you describe that, that's based on the operating agreement. Okay. And that's where the importance of coming in with a lawyer, some type of attorney, to go over your operating because I, I put together an operating agreement from what I researched online, but just that example that you gave, mm-hmm. I didn't have an operating agreement. So, for example, the lawyer, the lawyer said, well, what happens if God gets divorced or, you know, God forbid, God dies? You still have to have this portion in here to protect the company, the company right. and then the kids as well. So that goes back to the operating agreement. And then the will... So do you guys believe that having a network is what has built the foundation of the business thus far? Like, I feel like what? like all the connects that you guys have has really helped you guys out to really elevate the business and get where you guys need to go. Yeah, 1,000%. I say that all of the time to him, that if we, you know, had come across different people every Mm -hmm. step of the way, as far as mentorship, as far as our realtor, who is amazing. (laughs) Um, I mean, truly, she's she's really amazing. Um, Our, you know, the lender that we use, who Mm -hmm. we came across through our lender, through our realtor, Mm -hmm. um, they really... They all work hard. They make it happen. Um, they give us information. Anything they don't know, they find out. Or they put us in the right direction. They're responsive. Um, the multi-unit that we got, that was definitely um, from our realtor. It was kind of a an off listing that we really wouldn't have come across just looking ourselves. She found that for us. Okay. Um, I, I 100% think the people that we're around, even like I said, the new contractors that we're working with, you know, that came from just kind of networking and talking and, and that kind of thing. We have really, really been blessed with just coming in contact with and meeting and making new relationships with amazing people. And um, 
I don't think everyone can say that. And I absolutely think that that has everything to do with every success that we've had. I mean, that gets me to get where I'm at today as far as life. Yeah. Well, I guess I need to get a little bit more social, huh? That's what y'all saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, just a little. Just a little. I think it's a balance between you guys. I don't know who's the who's the most talkative between y'all two. I feel like James is maybe I because think, I, think, I, think, I, 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 I think you know the answer to that, Mary. <laughs> See, see, you guys are able to balance that out because the one person is the talker and the other person could just sit back, analyze the situation, see the negatives or the positives of the situation and be My like... My wife is spinning right now, sir. She's a talker, too. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's probably a talker when she's comfortable in her setting. I would agree. Most women are... In our settings, we are talkers and we'll have a conversation all day long. But when we're in an uncomfortable situation, maybe where we don't know too many people, I think I'm, I am standoffish. I'm like, okay, let me fill this situation I, out. <laughs> I, I think as a person, I'm not, I'm not definitely not standoffish. I think pretty much anything you throw me into with people or a room with people or things like that, I'm going to be good. But... Um, I think the difference between he and I is that my preference is probably solo time, quiet time. Whereas if I'm with people, then I'm going to be with them, I'm going to be lively, I'm going to be there. But I prefer more quiet time. Whereas Jay is like (laughs) battery in his back. If people are in the room, he's in there. And that is where he wants to be. Do you guys think that you will be teaching classes in the near future once you secure some more properties? I don't know. That's so, it's so crazy to... I have no idea. Because I feel like it's almost like hard to say just because, you know, even when we first started this a year ago, you know, where we were in six months, where we are now a year later, I wouldn't have really thought any of it. Um, so it's hard to say, you know, where, I mean, honestly, for me, I'm, I'm open and up kind of for anything. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I'm, I feel very, you know, strongly about what we're doing. I really enjoy it. Um, we were at a family event on Saturday, a family brunch, and um, one of one of our family members was commenting on the fact that I was sitting there looking at houses. So it's just like, you know, so for it's me, it's kind of, and I think, yeah, I think it's the same for him. It's just like anything having to do with that. Mm-hmm. At any point, I guess I could be open to doing it. That's what comes across our path. Yes, we can. it out. Yeah. I feel like you guys are, you have a wealth of knowledge, and that's something that you can really market to people who, you know, don't know where to start. Because I know, I, me personally, I've reached out to James uh, when I was, you know, having my little dilemma about purchasing houses. And I put that on pause, you know, because my mom is about to retire next year. And, you know, uh-huh. he gave me a strategy of what I could do. And I, I mean, it was like a, a aha moment. Like, oh, okay. Like, exactly. So, I mean, sometimes people need like a coach or a mentor to kind of like help yeah. them throughout that process, especially like people that don't have anybody to bounce it off. Because, I mean, sometimes right. you can do all the research in the world and 
you know, come up with no resolution. Well, no resolution that is customized to your particular situation. Right. And because you don't know other options, it's like a, a brick wall. It's just like a salesperson. Like you go into the bank, you don't know exactly what you want, but it's that person's job to figure out or listen to key points exactly. to get you the products that are needed. Because you won't know because... Y- you just opening your account. So I feel like right. since you guys have all this information, it would definitely be beneficial to be like coaches in the near future. I'm just going to speak it into existence. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it might happen. Maybe it won't. You know, I don't know. I can't, I can't predict your future. I'm just saying. Okay. We're open. We're open. <laughs> But most of all, I wanted to tell you guys, you guys have truly been like an inspiration. I'm always looking at your page. I'm always like, look at them. Like, they they don't move. Like, y'all are goals, okay? Like, real goals. (laughs) I'm serious. Like, I mean, because you don't see a lot of people, like, you know, really post things a lot of, like, being a duo. I mean, I think it's becoming, like... You know, people are starting to get there, but people that are actually building a business together and also trying to help their kids to understand the process as well. So when they get older, right. they can, they too can do the same exact thing that you guys are doing or something else and as I well. Think, I think that's the part that I feel like is kind of most important to mm-hmm. us. And I know for me personally, definitely, I just feel like really doing this and having our children in mind really just means the most. It, it really, really does because it's just so many times that he and I look at each other and we're like, we could have been doing this. We could have been doing this. Our money could have been going here, but right. we didn't know. Right. We just didn't know. And it's just like, it's crazy what we could have been doing 10 years ago if we had just known. But you know, you didn't, and so it wasn't. We didn't even talk about how we're like, you know, with house hacking. Um, Kendra, yes, Kendra with the key resource, she's big on house hacking, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things we say. If, if we had known, we could have house hacked. We could have house hacked when we first got married. We could have house hacked when we just had one kid and they were younger or things like that. It's just so many opportunities if you know, right. and we just want our children to know. Right the different options, things that they can do. And possibly, maybe in the near future, y'all gonna get an Airbnb. Look, I'm trying to speak all y'all existence, okay? Listen, I'll take that. That one I will take. I'm (laughs) I'm gonna claim that for 2019. Just snatched it out the air. Thank you, Paris. Yes! (laughs) I'm gonna be looking online. I'm gonna be like, okay. Okay. I see them securing that Airbnb. Shout out to Paris for for sending that from her lips to God's (laughs) ears. Is there anything that you guys want the tea setters to take from this podcast today before you guys go? Um, one thing I will say, you know, that my downfall was fear. Like, you know, I, I try to give good insight, especially people that talk to me one-on-one about, you know, it's it, Everything you see on the internet isn't always pieces. Like, for example, when I made the post about my wife, uh, resigning, you know, I completely dismissed it at first. And so my biggest downfall is fear and letting that get in the way of stopping me from doing something. And so I guess that's where the, my wife comes in to balance me out. Because I'm like, all right, well, take some point. Uh, the first property we got, we got that site unseen. Mm-hmm. And I was completely against it. I'm like a conservative one. And 
just so happened she put it blood simple. She's like, hey, going through the process of walking through the contract and that you did, and that hasn't worked. Yes, try to, you know, compare the comps and just go this route doing sight unseen and you see what happens. And we also have to do it because of the deadline, all deals we do. That following day, mm-hmm. so I mean, I took a leap of faith and took her lead on this one. It, it worked. Yeah, she was the CEO. Uh huh. She was bossing you. <laughs> <that time. laughs> hey, hey, sometimes you gotta learn when to lead. Sometimes you gotta learn when to follow. So we we, we trade that hat back and forth. Absolutely. Um, I think for me, the biggest takeaway, which might sound kind of aggressive, but Everybody get into real estate. Everyone do it. Just because, like I said, it doesn't have to mean this is your career. It doesn't have to take over your life. Right. If that's not your passion. But use it. Either use it as your business and you make money. Or use it to fund your business and make money. Or use it to fund your lifestyle and, and make money or spend money. At the end of the day, real estate is for everyone. And there's always a way to get in. And for the 80th time, I'm going to mention Kendra because she (laughs) talked so much about, you know, how to get into real estate. You don't have to come in with tons of money. You don't have to come in with tons of money. I mean, there's just so much room and opportunity and space and there are grants and there's just so many different ways. Get into real estate. Allow your money to make you money that you don't even have to work for. Stop standing on the sideline, not doing anything. Yeah. Yes, because of fear and if because you don't, of doubt. You know, every everybody doesn't want to leave their their full time job. Some people love their full time job and that's what they want to do and climb the ladder and be great doing that. Still do real estate. Still make that money on the side. Still have a plan B. Yeah. There's there's really no reason not to get into real estate. This real estate's about to pay a month, you know. Okay. okay. Cause Sally may be on everybody back. I know that. Oh man, <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> we can we can all band together and take Sally down through real estate. No, we we can't do that now. We can't do that now. <laughs> Look, Sally's still putting people in college now. We gotta help them I, out a honey, little bit. Hey, Okay. <laughs> Well, I think that real estate is one. It's how I, I when I look at real estate, I look at so many different ways that you can actually like, like basically what you were guys saying, like rentals, buying and holding, um, flipping. I think flipping is more uh-huh. for people who want like immediate cash <laughs> right then and there. Yeah, buying right. and holding is, I would say, uh, steady cash, like steady cash throughout your your lifetime. Um, right rehabbing like it's so many different approaches to real estate like the sky is definitely the limit with real estate and the more and more i'm like i'm um like getting into it i'm like oh my gosh this is like amazing like it's so many options for everyone that you know you don't have to like you're not against the wall thinking about okay what can i do what's next what's next you can do an airbnb if it's not going to make you any like rental income you can do an airbnb instead there's some way to make some type of money in a real estate game point blank i mean like you said i hold it hold down 
underscore properties make sure i said that right you guys okay did i say that right yeah no at at nelson underscore property okay (laughs) 